Okay, y'all, we are back on Here We Go. I am your host, Ashley, and I am super, super excited about this week's episode. I know it has been a little teaser for the last couple of weeks of me having my very first guest. Well, I'm here to tell you the wait is over. So today I have the awesome pleasure of having my dear friend Will on the podcast. I'm so excited about it. We He was actually one of the first people I met when I moved to Tampa two years ago. And you know, you, you meet those people in your life sometimes where you don't, you like have kindred spirits and you instantly connect with someone and you can tell right away that they're going to be an important person in your life. Will is that person for me and always there when I need him and one of those friends where you don't have to talk every single day but if I called him and I needed him he would be on the way so I am so excited to have him on the podcast so I'm gonna let him introduce himself so Will introduce yourself tell us where you're from a little bit about you and then also one thing that has been the best piece of advice that you have been given all right well I guess Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are. Um, My name is Will, William Thomas. Uh, Wow, let's see here. I'm a licensed life insurance rep. Um, Worked in radio for about 15 years. Originally from Brooklyn, been in Tampa for about 16 years. Oh, man. And uh, I had the lovely pleasure of, of bumping into this amazing person um that you all know because you're listening Ashley and like she said when we first met it was like um it's not like I guess you can't say love at first sight because it was more of like a spiritual connection um just random conversation random place both on two different journeys going to two different places just happened to line up and here we are two years later and still kicking it like BFFs do. And best piece of advice you've best, been given. Oh man, for me, uh, this too shall pass. Best piece of advice I've been given because I am known to be an overthinker. I am known to have a, a tad bit of anxiety and to be a smidge emotional when it comes to things. So just always keeping in mind that the level of high that I feel, the amazing that I feel, that will pass. The low, low that I feel, that will pass. And that just kind of keeps me balanced and keeps me moving forward, knowing that it's temporary and I have to work to fight to keep the things that I love. Boom. Boom. All right. So today, we are going to be talking about happiness versus joy. And I know that there are a lot of people right now that are dealing with a lot of different things in life, maybe going through a hard season, and maybe just either really need to fully understand what happiness is, how to keep it in your life, or maybe you're a person that really wants to move from happiness into a state of joy. So we're going to be going back and forth. I'm really just here to like maneuver the conversation but I'm excited to be out of the hot seat this week but I am going to define happiness versus joy and then we're gonna put Will in the hot seat so I'm ready (laughs) I hope you are all right so happiness is 
enduring is enduring state of mind consisting not only of feelings but of contentment and other positive emotions and the big thing to remember with happiness is happiness is temporary and it's usually based on external things so it could be you know you went to chick-fil-a and you're happy or you went to the gym and you got your endorphins and you're happy versus joy is an internal feeling but can be expressed in an outward expression but it's based on an internal thing so what that means to me is joy is not based on circumstances joy is something that you decide internally no matter what's happening no matter what you're dealing with no matter what's going on that you're going to have joy so let's start with this will Mm -hmm. how what does happiness mean to you like how would you define happiness for you oh man so happiness is for me it's peace um happiness is options happiness is having the ability to show up um for myself and for the people that i love that's how i would describe what truly makes me happy um I am a person that loves to be of service. I'm a person that enjoys being used because I understand that in order to be used, you have to be useful. So that's what fills my cup. And I and I pour into myself, so I'm a little self-reliant. I don't necessarily need people to pay into, pour into me. Um, now, I, I never turn it down, but... I just learned how to fill my own cup just by navigating through life and self-help and meditation and reading and finding out the things that fulfill me. And then I can go out there and be of service to all of the people that I care about. Okay. Okay. Self-reliant. Okay. I like that. I like that. (laughs) So what would you say controls or dictates your happiness? Me. Um, I, I, I used to think like looking for a relationship or looking for love, like I'm trying to find somebody that can bring me joy and going through relationships. I realized that I control my happiness and I have to come to the table with the happiness already there because you know, momentarily, uh, momentarily, that's not even where we're, but momentarily, <laughs> <laughs> but like moments of happiness you can find with other people, but like that real joy and that just that feeling that you have that overwhelms you, you have to like live it. And for me, it's just work. Um, I am the same way that you, you run and you, you do your your power lifting and your sit-ups and you, you drink your green smoothies and you say your prayers, you eat your vitamins. I work the same way meticulously on my mind to always be in a state of joy. I've never had a bad day in my entire life. I've had bad moments, but I try to make sure that I remember the best advice that I ever got, this too shall pass, and I try to live in a state of gratitude because I know there's people out there, regardless of what I'm going through, that are way worse than I am. I have clothes, I have food, I have a place to live. I have both of my parents. I have two amazing children. I have a great collection of friends that walk different paths in life. Um, 
So I am always, and if I lost any of that, I would still have that same amount of gratitude and joy because, you know, if I feel like I wake up in the morning, um, I'm waking up for a reason because, you know, I don't have to wake up. So there must be some purpose. I'm supposed to feed somebody in some capacity in some way. So I just try to make sure I maneuver in a way that I am accessible to all those that need me, but also take the time to take care of me. Yeah, that, okay, so he just said something right there, and I hope y'all, I hope y'all tuned into that and didn't miss that. He said he's never had a bad day in his life, but he's had bad moments, and he tries to live completely in a state of gratitude, and one thing I have learned is, like, how you can never control what happens to you, but you can only control how you respond in your your attitude about that. So if you have a bad day, it's because you decided to have a bad day. And you can choose to let the bad moments, like Will just said, either completely alter your day, or you can decide to let it be just that, a bad moment, and move forward from there. And he kind of rolled into, unknowingly, my next question, which is, Who's responsible for your happiness? Because I think there's this misconception and I blame Jerry Maguire and that whole (laughs) you complete me crap, you know, great movie. Show me the money. I get it. Um, But there's this, you know, when you're in a relationship or if you're in a friendship that other people are responsible for your happiness, other people are responsible for your joy. And that is an internal and a personal decision. So. You kind of already answered the question, but if someone is in a position right now where they've been allowing someone else to dictate their happiness or joy or feel like someone else is responsible, like what would you tell that person to get back in a position where they're back in control of the joy and happiness that they are responsible for personally? So for me, um, as a guy, it's a little different than it is for a girl. So I can only really speak on a guy's perspective because I think a guy's role in society, quote unquote, role in society is a little different than what a female is expected to be. Um, for guys, it's, it's we're not taught to have emotions. We're not taught to have joy. We are taught to work take care of your family and die we're not taught to go on vacations we're not taught to get pedicures manicures haircuts like it's just you're supposed to work bring home the money and watch your children grow hopefully they care and love you and that's it so it's like for me it's just i had to unlearn a lot of stuff that movies music and just overall like parents too because they don't know what they don't know and they're just passing down family traditions and traits that stem back from slavery so it's like man if you want to have a rough start on getting advice in life start from (laughs) slavery to sharecropper to segregation to now and then try to get advice from those people I think when you start off like that it's kind of hard to figure out where you fit in society and how to be that type of person Mm. so for me it's just that's good asking the right questions having conversations that are vulnerable and being okay with that 
letting go of my ego, comfortable saying when I don't know something, and being open to different opinions. I'm fine with if you don't agree with me. I'm fine if you're a different religion, race, sex, um, sexual orientation. As long as we have that mutual respect, I feel like everything, for the most part, could be agreed on, even if we agree to disagree. But for me, it's just unlearning a lot of stuff and being comfortable with communication, I think, any type of relationship. Um, Listening, too, super important. Um, One of my good friends, um, he always tells me, listening is loving. Because if you love somebody, you're going to take the time out to listen. And sometimes listening is giving people some cold, hard facts that might not be <laughs> what they want to hear. So just being, being okay in your own shell, listening, paying attention, asking the right questions, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's how all mm. of my relationships grow. I will tell you the truth. Until you block me on all social media. <laughs> Not block. Oh, you will. <laughs> you'll come back, but you'll definitely <laughs> block me. Because you will tell me I am everything except for a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, he said, block me and call me everything but a child of God. That is hilarious. But I believe that he's being truthful. Um, but there's something that he just said that I thought was awesome. He said, listening is loving, being open and asking the right questions. And there's so many different ways that we could go with happiness and joy. And honestly, we didn't even really scratch the surface today. So I don't know. We There might be a part two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I, one, am so appreciative for you, Will, coming on my podcast and being my very first guest. I do not take that lightly. And I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in every Saturday at 12 o'clock. We'll be back here next Saturday at 12 o'clock. I don't know. It might be a part two, happiness versus joy. Or it could be something else. I don't know. You just have to wait and see. But until then, I love y'all. Have an amazing weekend. And can't wait for next week. <laughs>